0: The Zeitgeist features four different personalities who provide their spin on what's being talked about right now in today's culture. Their conversations include current news, celebrity culture, politics, and more. The moderator starts and ends each discussion. The comedian holds nothing back. The wild card keeps you on your toes. And the analyst breaks it all down into easy-to-understand points. Welcome to The Zeitgeist. episode 35 hello everyone welcome to the zeitgeist no this is not the moderator yes it is the analyst the moderator is in the friendly skies right now her one of her flights was held back and we all know how that goes so she can't join us today but that's okay because i'm here and that's all we need is me hey now yourself
1: you're by yourself
0: yourself. hey now, joining me today are my two colleagues in um, semi-crime, let's call it. Uh, how you doing? Uh, let me start with the wild card who already wanted to bark into the microphone. Go ahead.
2: What's up, folks? Look, if y'all going to say my name, if you're going to say my name, put some respect on it.
0: Okay, respect without a T. For
2: without, me. yes.
0: <laughs> it's a respect. some respect, some All respect right. on it. <laughs> and, of course, we have the comedian. How are you?
1: Uh, Partners in misdemeanor crimes. Oh,
0: okay. I wanted
1: you to come to me first so that I could have, you know, that joke didn't fall flat like it just did. (laughs) I I think
0: it still worked. I Mm. think it still worked. Now, before Mm. we dive into today's main topics, we do want to mention that, yes, Prince has died at the age of 57. That happened on Thursday. Um, And of course, we get a lot of uh, media outlets going through what he did, what he meant. Uh, to music, and and also to the music business Mm -hmm. uh, section of everything. I don't know how many people know how instrumental he was at uh, really vying for artist control of what they produce. So I I think of all the things that he did, that's a great thing. Um, For me, I always think, of course, of Purple Rain. And you know what? I think of Girl 6. <laughs>
2: okay. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I remember that. He, that was his, he did the entire soundtrack for that, right?
0: That's right. And a yeah. lot of it was uh, old songs that they just used. I think he did three new songs for that. Right. Uh, but my favorite Prince song is How Come You Don't Call Me Anymore, period. Uh, Alicia Keys, of course, redid it. Doesn't touch what he did. Mm-hmm. Stephanie Mills redid it. I don't know how many people know that. Still doesn't touch his... As for me, it's the simplicity of that and his decision to use almost like a slave song a uh, rhythm to it. If you hear his like his heel hitting it and with the message, I just think that's great. Um so there we go. Let me turn it over to you two and then we'll move on.
1: My favorite song is uh You Got the Look. Oh. Yeah, that or um Darling Nikki.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's all I have to say. I want his wardrobe. You know, I got into some Facebook <laughs> You
0: want his wardrobe. <laughs> I,
1: yeah, I posted something on Facebook that says something like, "When they're if they decide to auction his wardrobe, let me know, thanks." And somebody was just like, "You know, he was a personal friend of mine, and this is too soon." So, you know, yeah. my Facebook friends—they you know, had Adam, as did I.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> Do was you like, want his platform
1: shoes? I would wear them. I though Prince probably is smaller than me. Well was smaller than me. Yeah, he's he
0: was five two.
1: Yeah. Oh wow. I have two and three quarter inches on him.
0: Yeah. Five, five. two.
1: Wow.
0: Uh, what about you, Wildcard? Are you wearing the platforms?
1: No. You <laughs> gotta <laughs> be so aggressive about it.
2: Um I don't know, what's that to say about Prince Nelson?
1: What's
2: his favorite song? Yeah, favorite my favorite song. Um, I'm probably more mainstream. Dove's Cry. Yeah. Um. That's probably my favorite. That's um, a good
0: choice.
1: It is a good choice.
2: But you know, I'm not. A, I wouldn't say I'm a Prince guy.
0: Yeah, I'm not either. But you, you yeah. can respect what you. But do. I, yeah,
2: I respect him, and you know, I mean, I, I mean, I'm gonna say I like the dude, but I didn't know him, but I like what I did know. So
0: yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah. I put it that way.
0: Yeah, so you know we want to offer. Our I didn't condolences. think he'd ever
2: die, though. I thought he'd outlive me.
0: There we go. Now let's let's let's. It's like
2: yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like True Blood with the true death. <laughs>
0: that's true. <laughs> and that's a great way to to end this part of the episode. Just first, let's offer our condolences to his family, to his friends, um, and to say the great thing about art is, just like you were hinting at Wildcard, it doesn't die. So while Prince may be, uh, you know, dead in body. He's certainly not dead in spirit in his music. Right. And his contribu- uh, contributions to the mu- music industry will continue. So, uh,
2: I think even outside of himself, just the thing I, we didn't touch on, his influence with Sinead O'Connor and mm-hmm. and people like that as well. Um, so he just, you know, he's kind of a dropper was the stone in the pond with the ripple effect. that You touched a lot of things so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you sure did. It's stuff that have been seen that have been unseen. So mm. thank you Prince. Uh we'll keep rocking with that music and now everybody it's time for the sizzle. The sizzle. We have dollar bills y'all. Okay? We got the $20 bill. We have the $10 bill. We have fives. We have ones. We all know this. We use this money all the time. And there's a startling change coming. If you haven't heard, Harriet Tubman, the great uh, freer of slaves, will be on the front of the $20 bill in the United States. She will be replacing Andrew Jackson. And this is very interesting because Andrew Jackson was a horrible slave owner. <laughs>
1: yeah. wow, what constitutes a horrible slave owner? Meaning
0: really harsh, treated yeah. the slaves, like terrible,
2: genocidal. Not,
0: yeah, not like when you go, well, that was the, the, what they did back in the day. No, this man was terrible as yeah. a slave owner. So he will be relegated to the back of the twenty dollar bill. Harriet Tubman uh, will be on the front. So I just think it's very interesting how they did that. Um, now, of course, we get Donald Trump. Uh-huh. We get his good friend, Ben Carson, uh, coming out saying, well, why doesn't she get her own bill? What about a two dollar bill?
1: I can't believe they had the audacity to even propose a two dollar bill.
0: And Greta Van Susteren, uh, an anchor on Fox News, said, look, she's so important. Why not give her a twenty five dollar bill? Because nobody uses those bills. We don't have them in existence. And one note, and then I'll throw it to you guys. One other note. The twenty dollar bill is the most used bill. Period. So to put her on the front of that does say something. And while we do have credit cards and, and Apple Pay and whatever else
2: Bitcoin. Uh, Bitcoin. No one's not
1: doing Bitcoin. <laughs> uh,
0: still bills are what we use the most to pay. So that's the setup. Uh wildcard, go ahead. Give us your thoughts on this, please. I'm dying nice. to know.
2: Trying duality of Andrew Jackson on the back and Harry Truman on the front. Uh-huh. It's all strange to me. I really don't know how to feel about this, if I should feel anything at all, because I don't. Yeah, but it's, just, it's just a really weird thing. Um, United States currency, the treasury, with relation to the historical implications and slavery and the property, slaves or property and the whole thing. It's a lot of irons and... Not irons and the fire. It's a lot of things... That go along with this to just make it strange Mm -hmm. Uh, That's kind of all I have to say It's weird And I tell you this um, Harriet Tubman on the front of that $20 bill Looking at you Yeah (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what she's trying to say to me Don't spend it Don't you do it What are you buying (laughs) It's a scolding look
0: (laughs) Go ahead comedian Are you being scolded by Harriet
1: Nah That's going to be <laughs> weird when people use her in a strip club But you know um, <laughs> There's any type of Any type of something you're buying That you shouldn't be buying Which I guess is the same thing you What The whole thing with the $25 bill I'm assuming that we have 1s, 5s, 10s, 20s, 50s, 100s Yeah And obviously I've never seen anything above a $100 bill um, Right Is there anything above a $100 bill? Don't think so Okay, I've been playing too much Monopoly, clearly. Um, <laughs> but I'm assuming that the reason why they have these numbers are because when it comes down to break and change.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you have a twenty-five dollar bill, I—I I mean, I'm sure you could obviously. There's enough other denominations that you can break change with that. But that just seems—that's like having a ninety-nine cents coin. And even if you go into a ninety-nine cent store, it's still going to be a dollar eight, depending on what state you're going to be, because once they tax, tax, they tax tax onto it. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know to tell to create a whole nother bill. I don't. I just feel like that's just I don't know disrespectful is the word.
0: Yeah, and what it is is code. It's code yeah. for, it's code for let's keep Andrew Jackson on the front because some of our constituents or viewers or whoever they are. Right, uh, see him as an icon. Okay, so let's not step on his toes. Why do we have to relegate him to something else? And then what they say is, "Oh, but she's so important. Why uh, replace somebody else's bill with her?" Right. Well, just twenty dollar bill is the most important bill. I mean,
1: but I did not know yeah. he's Andrew Jackson. Most people who probably no, I don't even really know who he is. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Think about back when they did that poll about if Judge Judy is on the Supreme Court.
0: Yes, and, but you know, th- but the other thing is, when you think of a twenty, you see his face. See, that's the thing for me. Yeah. So, what's going to be stark and striking is replacing that with Harriet Tubman's face, mm-hmm. and it's it's going to change. I think it's a little more important than it may seem. Um, now to just wrap this up, there are going to be a new ten dollar and five dollar bill. The new $10 bill will feature images of Lucretia Mott, or Joyner Truth, Susan B. Anthony, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, and Alice Paul. Um, but the front will still uh, give us Alexander Hamilton.
2: I know the they were all like champions of the women's suffrage movement, right?
0: That's right. And the new $5 bill will feature Martin Luther King Jr., Marian Anderson, and Eleanor Roosevelt. Uh, the front will still continue to retain President Lincoln. Now, that bill is interesting. The group of them, they work together. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it's not that dichotomy that we have the new twenty dollar bill. Yeah,
2: it's, it's just, just a weird mix. It's yeah. with American history and mm-hmm. with relation to African American slavery. It's just weird. do
1: yes. you think racists are going to have a hard time spending as one? Do you no. think? Do you think they'll? <laughs> do you think they'll ever go into a store and say, "I do not want any 20s? Like you have to give some of them. them. Yeah, I'm sure, sure
2: they, they'll take it there. Some, some yeah, of them. but I think a lot
0: of them will be people who don't use money anyway. They'll be all ready for this. Uh, so, so the, the, your garden variety racist, no, they'll use that and and just, you know. Right. Yeah. They don't,
2: they don't fight their war that way. Yeah. They'll grin and bear Um, it. Right. But it's just, just like the, the, like you said, um, analyst or also moderator today. Um, when when we talk about the naysayers or Trump and you say Greta Van Susteren and whomever else. Ben Carson. yeah, Mister. I can't remember that I ran for.
1: Was that real?
2: Republic. No, that's, that's not real. That's okay, not okay, real. So I was, yeah, okay,
1: go ahead. Sorry.
2: But, um, the, like you said, the code of they just don't leave any stone unturned. It's like, can you just shut up? <laughs> they yeah. just have to comment on everything, and like what it is is it's an endorsement of Andrew Jackson to me. Yes. Um, and that's how I see it. That entire production yeah. is the and wink on. Just, I'm with you guys. I'm with, you know.
0: Yeah, and just to wrap this segment up, just so you know, everybody, if you're thinking, okay, well, they all own slaves, look at the Adams family. President John Adams, his son, President John Quincy Adams, they were vehemently opposed yeah. to slavery. So no, that's not true. Why don't we put them on the back of the 20? And, and that's the end of this segment. I'm ending it right there. <laughs> Politics. To everyone's disbelief, let me give you some new information. Supposedly, okay, politicians in this country, the United States, keep most of their promises. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Let me say it again because you didn't hear it incorrectly. Let me just say it once more. United States politicians keep most of their promises there have been numerous studies done on this uh, and this is in regards to presidents of this country and they found overall of all the studies the average is 67 percent so that's two-thirds of the promises that the politicians made the presidents made before going into office were kept okay so i didn't know this yeah this is a shocker i did not know this now what the article we linked to is from five thirty eight and we know they're all about stats. Uh, in the article they do talk about how the promises they don't keep tend to loom large. So it seems like they're always lying. But maybe not. I don't Comedian, let me go to you on this one first.
1: I think uh I think people view politicians like they view salesmen. Um they are salesmen.
0: Well they are salesmen. yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You no, know, it's like a constant infomercial going on and <laughs> you know i i'm i'm one of those folks that when people complain about whoever i'm just like i don't know why you like it's kind of like when everybody a lot of black folks were like oh barack barack, barack and it's just like i have no problem if you're voting for him because he's black but just admit that that's why you're voting for him
2: mm-hmm. um
1: you know just be like honest like why are you voting for him because he's black he looks like me or you know he shares more of the qualities that i that i share and i assume that he will understand what it's like to be me. That's to me that's an understand at least be honest about it um but I think I think the problem is people people expect politicians to help their specific goals <laughs> or their specific problems. Uh, you know, well, I'm broke and, you know, everybody around me is broke. So, what you going to do to help us? And it's like, well, that's not, that's not how it works. Um yeah. You know and I don't think a lot of people understand it which is why probably why I don't follow politics heavily because for the most part I'm middle class and I don't see how things truly affect my day-to-day so because it's not affecting my day-to-day I don't care um, and that's probably a very ignorant way of looking at things but that's my completely honest truly.
0: Well, it d- you know it depends on how you vote if you vote for yourself yeah, <laughs> then that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know. Now, some people will vote for other people, other groups with them in mind. Okay, uh, but that's your choice. It's your vote.
1: Yeah, and it, it's the same way when I hear, like, uh, being being a comedian I, uh, and being around a lot of other women comics, a lot of them are feminists or claim to be feminists, and they're big on Planned Parenthood and uh, mm-hmm. for choice, those are the things. And uh, to me, those... As a woman, yes, they impact me. But as me, no, they don't really impact me. I have more birth control, and I have health insurance, and these are things that don't affect my day-to-day life. And I know that maybe is a very selfish way of looking at things, but that's that's honestly how I think. And
0: I can't. You know, the, the only concern would be it, it, the slippery slope argument, because they would say if they start with this, they went on this point, then mm-hmm. they'll start encroaching eventually mm-hmm. on and what helps you.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I agree with that. And so it's, but I don't think a lot, I think how I feel is how a lot of people feel, but most people won't articulate that. Mm
2: hmm. And like
1: because they I don't know if it's afraid or they're just like, I don't want to sound like whatever it is that they feel I sound like.
0: Yeah. Well, wild card, jump in. Give us something wild. What are you thinking?
2: I think politics gives people the chance to pretend to be intelligent.
0: Mm hmm. So do you do you think this has any, anything to do with most people believing that politicians are just
1: lying? Yes, yes.
2: yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's a I'm too smart, you won't get me <laughs> with your lying. Yeah, um, <laughs> when in, in reality they don't know anything. <laughs>
1: You know what that reminds me of? Kind of like when, because all of us have done like P90X and any type of uh, those programs. And people are like, man, you know, I saw the information. That doesn't work. And it's just like, if you do it for 90 days and don't eat crap, it's going to work. Yeah. But for the part, people aren't going to actually follow through with it.
2: Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel like
1: when you just brought that up. That's, that's a lot of how people feel about just about anything because go goal doesn't work was like, well, you didn't put in any effort or you didn't investigate or see how these things will actually help you or, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that was a good yeah. analogy, But that, yeah.
0: That's a great analogy, actually. Um, and just to wrap it up, Wildcard, do you have any final thoughts?
2: Um, just it, it just that I th- people think that they are smarter than the systems that are in place. I believe we talked about before the whole marketing thing. Um, millennials think they've outsmarted the marketing system, right? Or the marketing schemes? When no, they've changed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they're still subject to them. It's this idea that I'm smarter than this. Don't even try it with me, and then they move in this other direction where it's, it's just re- been repackaged.
0: Yeah. And really what you're saying is people think they can beat the system and you yes, can't. Yes. Yeah. And just to wrap this up um, now, this is a bit of trolling. <laughs> the, the, of all the years study, the time period study for us presidents, the one with the lowest share of promise <laughs> was 1980 to 88. So they're coming from Ronald Reagan. <laughs> uh, during that time, 52% of the, uh, promises were kept. Uh, and in other countries, uh, they, they're they doing pretty well too. Great Britain, Canada, Greece all have higher shares of promises kept than this country. So there we go.
2: One My last question. thing I did want to say is um, just keep in mind, folks, politicians, if they make a promise, it's in their best interest to tr- attempt to follow through on them because of what? reelection. I, mm, Very good. OK, mm. so just keep that in mind. We will.
0: (laughs) Odd News. If you don't know, you better know that the octopuses out here are some of the smartest beings on the planet. In Odd News, an octopus in New Zealand's National Aquarium escaped his tank, crawled across the floor, (laughs) okay, and then went through a six inch wide drain to get into the Pacific Ocean and is gone he made an escape everybody this is all true okay they found his tracks that's how they knew how he did it okay
2: his suction cup tracks <laughs>
0: that's right mm-hmm. so this is just to let everybody know that octopuses Octopus? I mean, octopi I don't I'm gonna go with octopuses Okay? I know it does, but that's English. (laughs) So I'm just gonna keep with that. But these are, they're very strong and they're great escape artists. They're great at taking things apart. I mean, in the article we linked, we also know another octopus um, actually got into a a water recycling valve or something like that, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, detached it. And sprayed water through an aquarium in Santa Monica and flooded the place. Okay. Another octopus somewhere else got out of his or her tank, went to another tank with some fish, ate the fish, went back to his or her tank <laughs> before <laughs> before the staff came and could know what happened. So just watch out. If you see an octopus, you got to be careful because they are on the prowl. Watch your back. Wildcard, of course, I'm going to you first on this.
2: Go ahead. Look, my main man, Inky.
0: Inky is the, the octopus occup- who got away.
2: Yeah, who, who went all Shawshank on us. <laughs> right, and said, I'm out of here. He planned his escape, as you said. What is amazing is that they can fit. They're so malleable, they can fit into these smaller areas.
0: Yeah, because they're all
1: size. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I mean, that's amazing. And he apparently knew how to get back to the ocean.
1: Yes, he did. He had I, a
2: whole,
0: mean, I mean, uh, I would, but did he have a plan? Did he like, did yeah. the stand in his aquarium? Did he like track it out?
2: Can't you see him like holding a map down with two tentacles, a flashlight with one? <laughs> yes. You, you know, know what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? After, with you talking, Wild Card, I'm thinking of an animated movie. This has got to uh-huh. yeah. like a yeah. Pixar movie. It's I so to do it. Yeah, it, go
2: ahead. great. It's, I mean, I just got a kick of all the scenarios with with the octopuses. Yes. Um, they recap Look, you, you better be careful if you want to keep these guys in captivity. Because they were saying that you know, I believe they had an expert who was talking about how they escape all the time. And yes. how Strong they are, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Uh, look, I have all the respect in the world. We've had some great animal stories, I have to say.
0: This is my favorite. And yes, no. this is
2: yes. But yeah. we had, I mean, we had the we had the uh, the dog. A while ago, with with the owner, he had dental issues, right? Yes. We got Inky here. I just having a good time with the animals, <laughs> but this is this was all learning experience for me. I didn't know really any of this, mm-hmm. so I had a good time with this one. So,
0: comedian, are you looking forward to hanging out with octopuses in the future?
1: Let me tell you. After I first of all, I am terrified of any type of aquatic animal. Okay, oh. mm-hmm. if I if I catch if if I'm around them, then chances are. That I'm in the water, which is not my natural habitat. I did not enjoy swimming with the dolphins. I don't enjoy. It. <laughs> I mean, I was upset and angry swimming with the dolphins. I'm still mad at myself that I did. You that. Swam, I swam with the dolphins? dolphins. I did swim with the dolphins, oh. and I'm um, not happy at all. But, uh, you,
0: but you are an island gal. That's I am.
1: And the, I live on the island. Uh, that is. <laughs> that's where that's at. But um, no, I'm happy for the octopus. I mean, I. I you know. He, he was there since 2014 he had two years to plot what I feel bad though is I wonder if he tried to convince the other octopus to come with him and that dude was like no master treats me good yeah
0: because he did have an aquarium mate yeah. yes the other yeah. octopus but, but the New Zealand Aquarium is trying to shore up their tanks to ensure that this doesn't happen again because they're so good I didn't know that they were so hard to keep in a tank They'll break it apart and get out, so...
2: They're going to have to create a bill denomination for him and, and throw him on the front of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah New octopus. Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> they look, they can put the octopus and the kiwi together for New Zealand. and that That's right. A marriage made the... The great Japan.
2: emancipator.
0: Yes. Inky. <laughs> Health and science. Just a warning, everybody. Don't trust the sperm bank. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Don't trust... <laughs> The sperm bank. Um, recently, a man who was billed as the quote, perfect donor unquote, by a sperm bank turned out to be a felon. He was a, a burglar. <laughs> uh, he had been diagnosed with bipolar and narcissistic personality personality disorders and schizophrenia. All of this stuff. Um, so, you know, these families... That received his sperm are really upset, understandably so. He fathered 36 kids via this Georgia-based uh, firm. Uh, now he, when he completed his questionnaire, he said, of course, that he was great. He said he was working on a PhD in neuroscience engineering. He said he had an IQ of 160, which is really as high as it goes on this scale. Uh, it, if you go higher than 160, a lot of experts say it's dubious, those scores. So this man painted himself as great, but of course he would. He was he has narcissistic personality disorder. <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, some of the families are suing, of course. And uh, these—it's not even just in the United States. It's also families in Canada and the UK. So he's really spreading it. Uh, comedian, are you interested in going to the sperm bank to get a perfect donor sperm? There you go.
1: Perfect. Wow. My thing is, if you are so perfect, why are you donating your perfect sperm? Like, <laughs> well what, What's that? Because
0: opposite? he doesn't—he's being altruistic. He doesn't want to keep all of his goodness to himself he wants to
1: share mm-hmm. with the world because he's so narcissistic i don't know anybody if anybody who is donating to a sperm to sperm bag i am assuming they're broke like that is that is how i feel i don't know i don't know too many people that are doing so great in their lives they just i just need to spread all this goodness with everybody you're broke you need money for that limited or that weekly metro pass so you can <laughs> You know that if you get AIDS tests in like in popular they give you a, a free Metro card for a week. That's Riffs. the best for. Yeah, sorry. That was off topic. But yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't, I don't want to do sperm. Mm.
0: Wild card, will you donate your sperm?
2: I'm still reeling from the AIDS test and Metro card.
0: The <laughs> uh-huh. Metro card, yeah, <laughs>
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me get back. on track the sperm bag okay they don't vet these things they just take people's word for it they're supposed to
0: by that they're supposed to Um. and you know if you go to the more expensive ones they will promote and this is going to what you were saying ayana they will promote like if the person's in mensa which goes to iq they will they are supposed to verify this stuff
1: do you have to pay an upcharge for like these these special people these these add-ons like i feel like you know when you go and get a salad. If you want, like, you know, some lentils, you might have to pay. If you want avocado, you have to pay extra. Is it like an add-on? Like,
0: oh. Yes, I think so. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why why if, you know, someone who has money may still want to do it because they're compensated appropriately.
2: Yeah, that's what I wanted to know. How much um, are you getting for your your seed?
0: Yeah. Well, you can call Chris Agaliz. That's his name. He's 39. Um, See if you can get a hold of him
2: there's a generation of, uh, another generation of agalizes now. <laughs> that's 40, that's what, I'm rounding up 40 of these blokes out here now.
0: Yeah, and you know, these parents are, I, I, you know, at first, at first reading this, I was kind of like, I don't care about this. Why are you want to Like, my thing is, why don't you adopt? Um, but I get it. But then, I can understand their concern because they're going, schizophrenia is yes. It's an yeah. inherited trait. Ooh, I mean, yeah. I would be
2: very upset to see least. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. But, but
0: you didn't ask my question, Wildcard. Are you uh,
2: going to be dur- donating your sperm? No. They need you. No, no, they don't. No. <laughs> no, nope. nope. it's too many people on Earth anyway. It's overpopulated. Mm. No.
0: And and well, comedian, let's end it here. Will you donate your ovaries?
1: My, oh, you mean my eggs?
0: Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, That's good. what I meant. You're, it said ovaries, your said over your
1: eggs. I thought about it, but I'm too old now. Cause you get good money for that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, <laughs> they cap on she's
2: that. all in now.
0: <laughs> See, I knew, I knew one of you would take, would, would bite. Yeah. Okay. So you, you did think about it. So did you research yeah. it
1: though? Well, I was in the supermarket, um, being poor, and I heard an advertisement on the thing, and it was just like, if you're between the ages, I think it's thirty-two or thirty-three, and I was like, Dang. in the supermarket? In the supermarket, they had a plane. You know, they had the music. Yeah. Business.
0: Are you tired of the hustle and bustle of daily life? Are you tired of looking at your cell phone and other mobile devices to see what the latest text message is, who just posted on Facebook or Instagram? Well, two Harvard blokes have the appropriate vacation for you. The name of their company is Getaway. And this is the Millennial Vacation Du Jour. They will blindfold you and take you to a tiny house in an somewhat undisclosed location. You will only know the vicinity of this house a day before your vacation. And boy, oh boy, is it a hit. Now, you pay $99 to book a night in this tiny house, okay? There is no Wi-Fi, so you completely unplug. And, you know, so there you go. They they have already raised one point one one million dollars total. So they're doing great there. They started in the Boston area. They are from Harvard. That makes sense. And they're now going to expand into New York City. So comedian after that wonderful tease by me. Oh, no. Already, you know, my question already.
1: (laughs) I mean, okay. first of all, I started watching that, that show Tiny, Tiny House on I think it's HGTV. Or whatever, wait the people... a minute.
0: there's a show called Tiny
1: House, mm-hmm. where these um these uh guys they come and they build a tiny house for these families that want a tiny house.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: wait, wait, wait! And they build a tiny house in a week. Why
0: do they want the tiny house?
1: Because they just want a tiny house. Some people they say they want um they, they feel that they're using too much of the resources and the, okay. you know, yada 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 yada. Mm. They're great. That's the best way to put it. Yes, yeah, so I like I like watching these guys build these tiny houses because. And then there's this other show, there are two tiny house shows. Then there's a tiny house show where couples go out and they're, it's like they're looking to buy a tiny house. So you see them going to different tiny houses and then they have like three tiny houses to choose from. It has to be within a certain budget instead any and instead and the other. But then some of the tiny houses don't have plumbing. So then, you know, you have the wife going, I need to be able to flush my toilet.
2: And mm-hmm. exactly,
1: Well, I mean, I think we can have a compost and, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I I know. I live in a studio, so I already live in a tiny house. I'm not going to pay t- $99 to go live in somebody else's tiny house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this, and you live in New York City. New I City. just think, uh, who who's going to be buying into this?
1: It's like, should I leave my tiny space to go to another tiny space <laughs> and pay $99 for a night to live in a tiny space? I, no, I'm living in a tiny space. I got on this tiny subway to go to a tiny space and be in this hot high- No, I'm good.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the, to, the Boston ones that are now, you know, in existence, if you want a Saturday night, you the next one available is December. The yeah. next date of, I mean, what is going on? Go ahead, yeah. Wildcard. Oh, sorry, Comedian. Fan. Well,
1: I, no, I was going to say, I feel like some people feel their lives are too good, so they pay for the struggle.
0: That, that's the point.
1: You know, that's just what it comes down to. Like, when I did Tough Mudder, which is one of those obstacle courses, I was like, oh, I'm paying to live in the jungle right now, mm-hmm. just for a day. Just to have jungle-like situations with her.
0: Well, why don't they take it all the way? Go on Naked and Afraid. We talked about that last week. So, Wildcard, your thoughts? I can see you brooding over there.
2: I don't understand any of this outside (laughs) of what the comedian just said. (laughs) 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 uh, Yeah, um, I just, you know, I keep missing out on opportunities to strike it rich because I don't think this way. (laughs) It's almost, it's upsetting to see that people cash in on ideas like this. Yeah. Well, you know... Uh, Who you sits know. down and says, you know what we could... You know what people are craving? Yeah. A tiny house, to borrow from what the comedian was saying. <laughs> yeah. and well, then, they call, and they then, call then, it
0: a tiny house. They do call it a tiny house.
2: They do? Okay. Well, and then we'll blindfold you. But it's, I think that's a, um, a, a euphemism for what they don't tell you until 20, within 24 hours where yeah. your tiny house will be. Yeah. What? This is this fun? Yeah. If you they don't want to use Wi-Fi, don't use it. Yeah. I mean, so would it, so if I go to my tiny house and I don't have access to Wi-Fi, will I then lament not having access? Is that? I mean, I don't understand what we're, what we're doing here.
0: You'll be forced to deal with the contemplation of your life, to deal with the person you're with, to to just communicate on an to honest level. Yes, <laughs> on an honest level, you know, you have to go out into the elements, you know, all of that kind of stuff. I just say. Maybe, everybody, we should learn how to do this on our own. There uh, are lots of societies and cultures that know how to do these things. I would say invest your time and money in that instead of a $99 stay in a tiny house. Go ahead, comedian, wrap well, up. Well,
1: when I saw the advertisement for the tiny house on HGTV, I think it's HGTV, I was like, mm. oh, they're building houses for little people. So that's why I looked at it because I thought they were gonna like you know put you you know
2: ah uh,
0: yes, stoves
1: literally. and fridges and things like that for little people to live in. And oh yeah,
0: watch. okay.
1: These some grown ass people <laughs> want to live in a small house, <laughs> and I'm gonna watch this for 45 minutes because you know
2: just because.
1: Yeah, just because it was good. Mm-hmm.
0: That's certainly an HGTV show. It has to be just based on what you said. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no tiny houses for us.
2: <laughs> no. What we
0: don't care about. Throughout history, couples have come to other people in order to get the perfect name for their baby. This is nothing new. However, right now, you can pay someone in the United States and elsewhere to do just that. And I don't mean pay them a little, I'm talking about up to $29,000 for the perfect name for your baby. Now, people claim that if you give your baby the right name, they will be successful. And if you give them the wrong one, they won't. And now you know, everybody, why this is in what we don't care about. Uh, Amen. There's, a, there's a lot more that goes into success than what your baby's name is. Does a name have something to do with some sort of success? Yeah, I guess. Yes. But, I mean, is that really your concern? I hope that they have every other duck in the row. Before they go to pay $29,000. First of all, if you can pay $29,000 to name your baby, your baby's gonna be successful.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, period. period. I mean, buying like a drug habit.
0: Even then, your baby will be successful. Okay. There are plenty of successful junkies out here. <laughs> plenty. Okay? If mommy and daddy can throw down $30,000 just to name a baby, then you
2: cool. Go ahead, wild card. Again, this falls into the category of why didn't I think of this?
1: Dining house.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, people monetize all sorts of things. Like you said, there's a history of this being done with maybe the um,
1: Nigerians do it.
2: Yeah, but they, it's more of a spiritual exercise, I believe.
0: Right? They they have the shamans.
2: The shamans do right. it. Right. Whereas yeah. here, it's data driven, right? Statistically.
0: Yes, and, and and then of course these experts. Just so you know wildcard will also say it's a little more than that though because they have to sell themselves oh of course yeah. you know there's some artistry to it too
2: so i, I think it's a little um is carriage before the horse what i'm looking for here where mm. um we're looking at an outcome and using that and mistaking it for a reason Yes. Um, so if I name my child Becky, then it's the, the 99%, 98% of Becky's are successful, whatever successful means. Yeah. No, I don't know if they've defined that. That's um, good. So thereby, if I name my child Becky, mm-hmm. boom, it will be successful. Weird. Yeah. And then they're paying this kind of money. I right, listen. And then it's also the classic flaw, correlation
0: versus causation. Is it the That's name that... Yeah. yeah, is it the name that causes success, or is it just that the correlation is that? Right. Yeah, just like you know, uh, when people eat more ice cream, the murder rate goes up. Does that mean that eating <laughs> ice cream ice, the murder rate go
2: up? No. Now um, there are some names, I believe. Not, mm-hmm. I, I know for sure that if you give if you name your child a certain thing it can affect you in corporate America because of what's on the application and they do done all kinds of studies. Regarding right and that's where know, I was that. saying some Like that I get. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But you can reasonably avoid that without kicking out 30k. Uh, yeah. Agreed.
0: Okay now comedian go ahead.
1: I mean, these are the same people that are spending $99 to stay in a tiny house.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't understand if it's part of your religion, your culture, or something along those lines. Like, uh, you know I, know, I have a couple of Nigerian friends that it's a big deal, and there's a whole naming convention, and, you know, it's part of their culture. But something tells me these are rich white folks that are just like, we need to, I don't know. But like your initial point, I don't even have anything funny to say on this. Like your initial point is, if you have twenty six thousand dollars to spend on naming your child, then that child is already going to be successful.
0: Yeah, it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, you're gonna, it's gonna have money to go to the best schools, and yeah, that's all I got to say. This is ridiculous. unless
2: you out here taking that loan
0: out. Oh, there you go. Now, just to wrap this up, everyone, for free, I'm going to give you the top three names, okay? Or the, the three names that achieved a perfect score on this scale, so you don't have to shell out 29,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. It was Elizabeth, James, and Stephen. James. So, James, that's right. So Elizabeth, James, and Steven. So everybody, bear mm-hmm. your names. You only got one for the girls. I'm sorry.
1: Look, okay. every James I met is been skeevy. Mm-mm.
0: The, but skeevy in a successful way. Nice. That's right. <laughs> you see, they, they
2: succeeded being skeevy.
0: There you go. You know, they might be on the street, but they rule in the street. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> the tom fool of the week. If you go to Wendy's, everybody, we know that the fabulous chicken. We know you can get a plain <laughs> baked potato, everybody. So if you don't want a lot of mess in your fast food, go to Wendy's. You get that plain baked potato. Uh, try to ask them for some sauce. I don't know if they have it.
1: They don't. Uh,
0: (laughs) Also, the Frosty. We all know these things. But what you might not have known is you might have an alligator waiting to get some of your food. Uh, Wendy's in Florida was accosted by an alligator who was thrown through the fast of food, the drive-thru window, (laughs) by a prankster. Shut up and sit down. So the man reached over, threw the alligator into the Wendy's, and then hightailed it out of there. (laughs) Now, they've identified this alligator chucker. His name is Joshua James of Jupiter, Florida. And the alligator was three and a half feet in length. So, not a fully grown one, which for females can be eight feet in length and for males can be 11 feet. So, it was a small alligator. Hmm. But he has been charged with uh, assault or aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Hmm. Unlawful sale, possession, or transporting of an alligator and petty theft.
1: Who was he? What did he steal?
2: The, gator. the
0: alligator, yeah, the, the
1: oh, gator. I he waited until he got his fries before he gave his money and threw the alligator in.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, no. Now you would think that he had some motive for this. Maybe somebody gave him the wrong order because he was uh, he did order a long a large drink. We don't know which drink. <laughs> uh, but no, it's just his mother said he just likes to prank people. Well, the prank is on him because that prank's coming in that cell you're going to be locked up in. Go ahead, wild card. Will you? ever try to do something like this as a prankster yourself
2: No um <laughs> I wouldn't even think of this what I will say is these poor fa- these poor drive-thru workers Can you imagine huh They need hazard pay I mean like <laughs> like you said I was hoping the guy had gotten fired or something, then it really would have been good. Yeah. And he came back, because then I would have, you know, been like, you know, you really are creative. And he still is creative, you know. Let me steal this guy. I mean, what's the thought process here? I'm going to steal this alligator, head over to the Wendy's, hit the drive through, mm-hmm. throw this sucker in, and I'm gone. Right. That's why he's a tomfool. Yeah, well, right. Yeah. I mean, but I, what... I'm surprised every day by the ingenuity and creativity of folks and how if we channel these sorts of things who knows what kind of society we'd have yeah mm-hmm. resourceful fella yeah really resourceful
0: we'll see what this thrown in his jail cell maybe Well, he'll get creative with that well, hopefully he
2: hasn't donated any sperm uh, maybe you never know hey
0: no, he's 24 he's at a prime age <laughs> right <laughs> so wildcard, what about you You want to hang out with the alligators? Wild card. I'm sorry, comedian.
1: I was wondering. I was like, Dad, I just got left out of this? No,
0: we, you know, I wouldn't do that to you.
1: Um, I think they gave him a chocolate frosty instead of the vanilla one because, um. They have a vanilla frosty? Oh, come on now. Yeah. I
2: didn't know that either.
1: I did not know that. Yeah, I haven't tried it. I I have not tried it, so, um, don't know. Maybe
2: he didn't either.
1: But, yeah, and you know you can get that, that keychain. You buy that keychain and you get a free Frosty every time you come visit. You are the
0: Wendy's expert.
1: Well, so, you're
2: saying, comedians, he was wronged in some way. So, you think I there a so. complication. I
1: think so. I think, I, mean, this is, I think we don't know the full story. I think uh, And then he came and he's like, oh, I got something for you. Mm-hmm. You want to keep messing with me? Like, one time I went and bought a salad. <laughs> and I bought a Caesar salad and they put tomatoes in it and gave me ranch dressing. How did you do that, though.
2: That sounds like a Kitchen Nightmares episode
1: Yeah, why are there carrots in the season? Why <laughs> that not make you very angry I can understand yeah. Well look,
0: stick with the chili Get a chili, get a baked potato Get your salad You'll be doing good
2: Well, look, we know comedian You're at war with the fast food industry Is this
1: correct? Don't get me started with that pizza yeah. studio place well, no, yeah. you know what? There's a pizza studio place That yeah. I go to yeah. And I don't get any cheese on my pizza. You get to build. They tell me it's like the subway for pizza, though. Okay. So I go there and I get the flaxseed crust, and I tell the woman no cheese, and I have to go no cheese, no cheese. Why do you want not want any cheese? And it's just I like, just don't put any cheese on it, right? Why do I have to go through this first of all? Then I go to the <laughs> vegetable station, and she tries to give me a light dusting of all the vegetables, which I always have to explain, ma'am. This is just bread with vegetables on it. Can you put some more vegetables on it? Mm-hmm. Then they will try to give you the butt of the pepper. Mm-hmm. Like no one wants to eat the butt of the pepper or the tomato. So it's a whole ordeal every time I go. So I get very angry with fast food workers because they make your, your sandwiches or whatever as if they don't care. So Well, they
2: don't, don't care. The comedian's with the gator guy. I'm
1: with him. I, oh, oh, I knew it. Yeah. No, wait a minute.
2: So wait a minute. The
0: Tom Fool, according to you, comedian... The awesome. tomfools are the fast food workers. Yep. Yes. Oh, oh, we got a, oh, we got, look, we got a late segment twist. We got a twist on that. Now, let me just say this to end it: these fast food workers, they do the same thing over and over again. And in this country, we love our cheese. So, if you're ever at a pizza joint where you can build your own, or if you're ever in a Subway, I'll tell you that just be ready to say no cheese numerous times if that's what you want because they are coming. Yeah. yeah.
2: And Even at Chipotle so and on. places like that, they will yeah. tr- you got to tell them, listen, okay? Don't start with that cheese.
0: Yeah, they, they just love it. And and that's the end of it. So all of the listeners, you decide who the real tom Fool is. <laughs> the end. And that's it. We've done it. That's the end of this Zeitgeist episode. <laughs> <laughs> so for the comedian, for the wild card, I am your analyst slash moderator. And I thank you all for listening. We will be back next week with even more interesting stories. I know because I already know what some of them are going to be. So if you liked your alligators and Wendy's, if you liked your escaping octopuses, know that the only place that'll bring all of this stuff to you uh, at once is here, the Zeitgeist. Check us out at dailydynamic.com. Check us out on social media at Dynamic Daily. And again, we'll catch you next week. Listen to The Zeitgeist every Sunday at
1: dailydynamic.com.